everybody. Thank you for tuning in to Love Us As We Are. I'm Miracle Johnson. I'm Kenya Chanel. I'm on Pumpkin. And today's topic is product of your past. But before we get started, we want you guys to check us out on our uh, social media sites. We're on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And Instagram and Twitter is definitely L-O-V-E-U-S-A-S-W-E-R. And for Facebook, you can go to www.facebook.com forward slash L-O-V-E-U-S dot A-S-W-E-R dot three nine. And we definitely have an email for you all, which is loveusaswear at gmail.com. So once again, we're going to talk about product of your past, and we're going to go ahead and let our punk and start us out today. Hello, everyone. I know we're supposed to just talk, but for this episode, I had to write this because this is not something I could just straight out talk about because I feel a lot of people are living in a living as a product of their past. I need you to know that you don't have to be. Mm-hmm. So let me let you into who I was. Now, don't take this as I'm a goody two shoes. I am not, and I am, and I am far from it. So don't come with, me, don't come at me because you think you may know who I am, mm-hmm. and try to put me on blast. I travel light now, as you will see. I was a product of a human being, and I was born out of wedlock. I was a product of a child that was mistreated by her biological mother because she looked like her father and the child was always put down. I was a product of a black female that always was not shown how to love and was told she was black and fat because her sister was small and light. I was a product of a person looking for love in all the wrong places and accepted it any way I could get it. I was a product of female And her actions caused me to have hate and anger down to my core. I was a product of getting mines before you got yours by any means necessary. I was a product of turmoil and confusion because I was a grown woman with two babies before I found who I was. Mm. If you notice, I started each sentence with was because, one, I didn't tell my biological mother and father to sleep together and produce a child that is not my luggage to carry. Mm-hmm. My mother made a choice on sleeping with my father and creating me, who looked like the who I looked like, that man that would not leave his wife for her. That is not my luggage to carry. My mother hated my father so much that she would not show me a mother's love because she was not giving it. Mm-hmm. That is my that is not my luggage to carry. I accepted the fact I need love and looked to others to provide it because I wanted to love in the wrong way. There's no longer my luggage to carry. I allowed my hate and anger to grow down to my core mm-hmm. and it hate and it hurt other people whom I apologize to and that is no longer my luggage to carry. Get mine before you get yours was my way of life. But I grew and found it's not about the life and readjustment in my life. It's no longer my luggage to carry. I was born out of turmoil and confusion who mm-hmm. brought two babies into a world when I didn't know who I was. But when I found out who I was, it was no longer my luggage to carry. In life, you could be a product of your past, or you can take steps to, be, to put that luggage down and no longer carry it. For if you go to someone that has hurt you and you apologize and they don't accept it, then you Matthew ten fourteen. Mm-hmm. If any household or town refuses to welcome you, or listen to your message. Shake it, the dust from your feet as you leave. New Living transi- Translation. You don't have to be a product of your past. You have the key to move on and live your life. Mm-hmm. That is Aunt Punkin's way. And you don't have to agree. But think about how maybe a product of your past carrying luggage you don't need. Leave it and shake the dust off your feet and move on. Oh, can I get some snaps? Snaps yeah. over here. And then she said, boom, what, the, what was that scripture? Wait a minute. Oh, she didn't read it on no scripture. Yeah. Because <laughs> oh. people don't understand your past can really destroy can. your future. It can. And my past, the way my mother treated me, the anger that I carried was all because of her past. Mm-hmm. She was considered the black sheep of the family because she was the blackest sister. She was uh, fat, so her sisters were light. Mm. 
they were skinny and they got the clothes back in those days, you know, when nobody was going to Neiman Marcus, they was making the clothes. So they couldn't make clothes enough for her and she couldn't get none passed down. So she considered herself an outcast, which made her angry, her angry when she found the man, she thought, bam, I got this man. He wound up not leaving his wife and saying, hey, we got a baby. Let's keep it moving. So all that from one generation to another yeah, generation, we as people, and I'm not saying black people, red people, green people, orange people, we as people need to understand your past can be your worst enemy. You know, the things that's going on in the world now is because of the past. People can't get over the past. Mm -hmm. And if you are a product of your past, where is your future? That's true. Right. Especially when you can't, you don't have no resource. You don't know no other way but Mm -hmm. to live that way. Where you came from. Yeah. And so I think that's where, you know, this movement comes in to give people an outlet because a lot of people, they don't know what to do. You know, they don't know. Not everybody, you know, is religious or, you know, spiritual or has uh, another entity that they can, you know, get their strength from. And so I think that's where we come in, you know, to give them options and um, hopefully in the future give them resources that they can use that has helped us. You right. know what I mean? Um, but that's deep. That, 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 that's, that's definitely And deep. it's true because right. throughout the generations, we all are a product of our past. I mean, yeah, look at right. the, you know... The way we think as Americans, as right. Black Americans, Black American women, you know, we don't have our own language, you know, our own culture in this country or what have you. Like somebody else from Africa, somebody, somebody else from another country or what have mm-hmm. you, they have their own language and their own culture, all of that. Americans, we just are, you know, we're a product of everything from the time that they you know all before Willie Lynch but starting at the Willie Lynch and that letter he wrote and the intent of saying hey we're gonna direct these peoples and their minds to be a certain way and how it affected our families our grandfathers Mm -hmm. our great-grandmothers and all them in the past and all the way up to us I mean, it developed uh, generations and generations of hurting people and lost people without an idea on how to go about just living life Mm -hmm. and be productive. Right. I mean, and to the point where we as, and I'm going to use black women because I've never been a man, so I only talk about from a woman's point of view. We as black women, we as women are not able to find ourselves. We are always, I'm going to say the majority, always looking for that something. You know, it's like a drug addict needing that drug. We as women, we we want to be loved. We want to have that house, that picket fence, the kids, the nine yards. Where with men, their makeup is not made that way. So because of the generations of hurt, we have women who are out there on drugs. We have women that are no longer want to deal with society. Some don't even want to deal with men. So, I mean, you're a product of your past. And as, as long as we carry that baggage, as long as we carry that luggage, as long as we carry that weight on our shoulders, we'll never stand up and say... I'm not carrying that no more. I'm no longer going to be that. I'm going to be myself and you accept me. And as we say, love us as we are. Mm-hmm. Right, right. And I had said, um, as far as the, the defining, you know, for this topic for me, um, I I didn't have too many bad experiences as a child, um, you know, in the past. Um, but what when I thought of this topic, I was saying how um, I'm a product of um, my mom. She she had several jobs when um, me and my sisters were younger, and I had to be the um, second mommy. And you know, I remember at nine, I think I was nine, 
and I think Precious was five, and I think Hope was, I can't remember how many months she was, but she was a baby. And I had to take on the uh, role of um, being the caretaker because mom was at her three or four jobs or what have you. And from that experience, um, I just have formed, um, and it's, it's, it, I do have a negative side as well, but the positive for me was I was able to um, take on that responsibility and, you know, becoming a good caretaker for the home, you know, for my kids now. And not only that, um, you know, no, knowing how to clean, you know, in the house and cooking and um, doing hair and ironing clothes, you know, at nine years old, you know, but the negative that I took back from it was that I always got to be in control. I always got to be in control. If I'm not in control, there's an issue. I always have to have a, a plan to the backup plan. And um, like I said, and another thing I did was I lacked to trust others because I always had to figure things out, you know, since mom wasn't in the house. And that that's not you know a good thing. But what I what I remember, um, it was a couple months ago. I sat down and um, I was actually reflecting on this, and I was like, um, even before you even brought the the idea of the podcast, I was like, how could I intertwine, you know, in, in helping others with you know my my issues with this particular arena. And so I sat there and um, I had to evaluate again, you know, self-evaluation of, of what I had went through and um, I couldn't blame anybody because for a couple, for a long time, I was kind of upset with mom because I was just like, why did she have to, you know, put the burden? I thought it was a burden on watching, you know, Precious and Hope, but why did she have to put the burden on me? because I didn't really have a childhood. And then, you know, that caused me to be a loner. You know, I didn't get bullied at school or anything like that. You know, they would make fun of my name. But other than that, that was really it. But I socially, it was just, there was a difference. Socially, I, I don't think that I had connected with the kids because I was acting older than what I was. Mm -hmm. And um, actually, Precious, that thing, she would, she would fight for me. <laughs> you know, because I, I was, you know, I was quiet. I was, yeah, and, will. And, you know, and yeah, she probably still would. And that's the, 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 the middle sister. But I say all of that to say is, you know, one, if you're really trying to heal from your past, you, you have to dig deep. You right. have to be honest with yourself. You have to assess, you know, the past as the past. You know, you if you if you really want to move on, you're going to have to go back, assess the situation. And just kind of try and, and find ways to move from it. You know, for me, what I did, um, I did the who, what, where, and when. You know, what was it that hurt me in whatever situation it was? When am I going to give myself or, or what's the plan for me to, to get myself past, you know, all these ill emotions? Because as you said... Right. From your past is, you know, your future is determined, you know, from from your past. And in order for you to get to your future, you got to move past your past. Right. Like, if that makes sense. Yeah. You know, if that if that makes sense. So, and I say all that to say, you know, how would one get that healing? You have to be able to accept the fact your part in it. Right. Either you got a part in it or you don't have a part in it. Which is true. In my right. situation with my mother, I didn't start it, but I didn't stop it when it came to me. So I relived wow. it. So I had to go through a thing where I had to talk to, and now I'm talking about my biological mother in this situation, but I had to at one point the young, the lady that I call mom, and you hear me talk about most of the time, Marjorie Norman, I had to be able to sit down and talk with her and my father together and was able to vent and tell them, this is the situation I was put in. I was put in a situation with a woman who wanted a man who didn't want her. They had a child yeah. and was treated like poo-poo because I looked like that man. 
So every time she saw me and women, a lot of women don't understand that when, you know, how can you look at a child and hate the child? Mm-hmm. I lived it. Mm-hmm. I saw the look in my mother's eyes. Mm-hmm. I think in her own way, she loved me. My biological mother loved me, but I also saw the hatred from her hurt. And growing oh, up, yeah. I didn't understand why as a mother, she did the things she did to me and would laugh about it. I mean, when I tell you my mom's called me a heifer, strumpet, told me I would never be anything, that, you know, if I didn't go wash the dishes and she put me out, and I'm talking about, this is elementary school, she put me out, you know, I mean, the whole nine yards. Mm. But to get past it, I had to go through it. And for me to go through it, I brought two children into the world. My children, each time I went through stuff, have saved me because I was bringing my mother, my biological mother, into my children. And because I was bringing my biological mother into my children, I was becoming her. So I didn't want that for my children because I saw the hurt that I went through because Mm -hmm. of how she did. You know, so now... To get through it and everything, I can't tell a person how to get through it, but I can say they got to learn to deal with it. Yeah. And when I don't mean say deal with and say, oh, well, that's what just happened to me. No, deal with it. Be straight up and deal with it. You know, if the person is around you, talk to them. If they don't want to listen, like I said, say what you got to say and be done with it. Yeah, it's up to true. them on whether they want to accept it. Now, will that stop them from treating you the way that you've been treated by them? No. But in the long run, you're going to look back and laugh at that moment and say, wow, I wasted all that time being like that when I could have moved on with my life and left that luggage at the door. Leave that suitcase for them. Let them pack it up and move it on with somewhere else. That's true. I mean, you know, I listened last week to my niece and what she went through. As people, we can't always be quote-unquote politically correct. Mm -hmm. We have to be able to, there's not always a right way and a wrong way. Sometimes you got to go down the middle of the road. Mm -hmm. My mother, my biological mother, she was alive today. In her eyesight, she didn't do anything. I can't change that. There's nothing I could do to change that. That's her thought. That's her way. What I can only do is change me. Oh, yeah. And that's the truth. So how you get past it, you got to be willing to uh, look at it, accept it, get over it, and get on past it. Because sitting there is not getting you anywhere. You're still sitting in a time zone. Oh, yeah. Not moving. You're just stuck. It's like sitting in. Uh-huh. Right. You're just stuck in time. Like, you meet some people, they still wear uh, platform shoes. <laughs> I mean, and I know, okay, now, don't get me wrong. I know styles, but they're wearing platform shoes from the 1970s, you know, with the fish in the heels and all that, thinking that that's cool. They're stuck in a time walk. Mm-hmm. And because of that, they can't get past it. But at the same time of being stuck, that's their choice. I can't tell them, come out of that. They have to come out at their own time. I had to come out in my own time or find something that made me want to come out. It was my two boys, you know. um, And I'll tell anybody, I grew up with my two boys because I had them when I was young. And because I didn't have the love as a child growing up from my biological mother, I treated them bad. And I had to learn, wait a minute, why am I being so rude and angry when they're children? They don't know the craziness. you caught yourself. I caught myself. But at the same time, I had three children by three different men. Because, again, I was looking for love in the wrong place. So I had to say, wait a minute. So, again, like I said, my children saved me. So, if that third child and everything, the girl who's driving me crazy, my head's gray as hell. <laughs> but with the third one, she brought me out of another situation, which made me grow even more. You know, so we as people have to find that 
whole, we have to be able to find that glitch in yeah. the world. And it's your mindset to. too. Right. I mean, and you got to be willing to give and change. And if you're not, if you still want to sit back and be in the 1900s, you still want to believe in slavery and you still want to believe that mm-hmm. uh, the great white hope is going to come and save you, then well, baby, that ain't happening. You're going to have to get up, dust yourself off, and get to moving. Nobody even, I mean, even looking for a job. You can't sit in the house and look for a job. You sure uh, It's going to help you, but the job man come knock on the door, and now sometimes people do could knock on your door and say, "I got a job for you." But okay, who is that? Yeah. I mean, you know, people tell you, "I got a job." Okay, but you got to go outside once they tell you that and go yeah. to the job. So you got to be willing to work, as right? Well. You know, you got to be able to instead of being a negative, "I'm not going to do this," "I'm not going to do that." You got to deal with the positive. This is what it is. This is what mm-hmm. I got to do, and this is where I'm going to go. So, you know, like the what I wrote, it was luggage I was carrying. And each day, I dropped a suitcase someplace and left it, mm-hmm. fully packed with all the BS and whatever. You know, you know, and just kept it moving. And as people, we're going to have to learn to get over it. You know, um, one of the things that I have a hard problem with, a serious hard problem, God forgive me, is if I get pissed at you, I'm pissed. If I'm mad at you and I tell you I'm mad at you and don't ever say nothing else to me, I mean it from the bottom of my don't ever say nothing else to me. And that's me. But I have to get to the point where I want to talk to you. I mean, mm-hmm. you can't say nothing to make me want to change. There's nothing there. But that's me. And I have to learn to stop carrying that anger because that's another suitcase I'm still carrying with me because I'm carrying anger for certain people. You know, like I said in one of my other podcasts, I've been mad at somebody for over 18 years and everything. I speak to them. I'm cordial to them. Will I ever invite them to sit down and break bread with me? Hell to the north. So, I mean... Well, at least it's we a, got a little partial. <laughs> you, you almost there. You got a little way to go, but you <laughs> almost there. You know, but I mean, it's a thing where we as people have to decide what we want to do and what we don't want yeah, to do. Yeah, yeah. I'm not at that door yet. And it's your choice. Right. But at the same time, I'm also the one that's still stuck mm-hmm. where I'm at because of that. Right. Do I hate oh, that Jesus. person? No, I don't hate that person, but I just don't want to be around that person. Mm-hmm. And, that's, and that's okay. It's okay to yeah. it's okay to know and understand that the character of an individual it causes you to recognize, hey, I can I can forgive you or what have you, but because of the fact that you're right. showing me that hey, every time you get around me, for example, you're a thief. You still right. find me all the time. Right. Well, I'm not going to be foolish and keep leaving my purse out in front of you. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be wise. And if that means that I have to create a distance even uh, to have a peace of mind or whatever. And I'm in a place to do it or what have you. And that's what that's what it got to be. And it's okay. I can, that's fine. I can be. But that has nothing to do with the whole, okay, um, you know, forgiveness part or whatever right. that's in your heart that's the state of mind that's that's something that it, it's it's as simple as like you all are saying tonight you know um we're all products of our past and one of the ways to get over it is we have to like you said aunt, aunt, you know we have to actually go through some things right to you know actually forgive and mm-hmm. because of our lack of understanding God might right. put us in a place where we have to see what our parents yeah. went through right. you know, versus just being told I was uh-huh. famous even with me as a product of my past I was famous as an older child as well mm-hmm. raising all yep. my siblings and yep. things um, I was like uh, I would never be like my mother I would never be like her I, I just was so angry and all of that or what have you, but that that is not how God set it up for me to be. Even though I right. made a lot of decrees, 
you know, thinking that that was power or that right. I, that <laughs> that meant right. nothing because I found myself in circumstances mm-hmm. and situations right. that were similar, similar to my mother. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then I saw that in some of those similar situations, I knew what not to do. Mm-hmm. Right. So I find that uh, in conversations in my past or what have you, I found that um, generations have a tendency to evolve. Right, right. You know, as yep. information, as, as every generation comes in play or what have you, information becomes more clear. Mm-hmm. And then you got a new and improved ways that demons work too. Yep. yep. So you got it's both demons, ways. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's, yeah. yeah. So you have to be con- always conscious of both that there's things that we don't see that are not right. tangible that are at work in this situation as well, too. You know, There's always a setup. You can stay in your heart and make a plan and make have a desire, hey, as a result of this, my my past was like this, but my future, I'm going to be like this. Right. And I'm going to have a perfect marriage, and it's not going to have all this and that and third. And then you find yourself... In that same... Right. Uh-huh, yeah. That same boat by the paddle. So, so that's life, though. And what do you do in that? You, like Auntie said, not just that you go through it, but that you you know that those you know those areas. If you riding right. in your car, you sitting in your chair right now, wherever you, all of us are, you know those particular areas in your life, in your heart, that you might need to fix. Right. Or you might need, to, or there's certain things that you might need to work out. I don't know how that. What, what the workout is or what need to be said, but all of those things that we know in our heart or what have you, um, if we just face those things and not so, so much as saying you got to make a phone call, because in some cases, like in my situation, I can't call certain people and say, you better apologize to me or, you know, or hope that they would, you know, mm-hmm. be remorseful for what they've done or what you just like honestly honestly, you can't change nobody you can change only you and how you view the situation and get peace within yourself um so you're not walking around harboring anger like i was anger bitterness and unforgiveness Mm -hmm. and things i'm like no god said vengeance is his then I want people to get the best punishment. Right, not right. Versus me, uh-huh. Not uh-huh. versus me making phone calls and, you know, having mm-hmm. folks beat up. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Make that true. Yeah. But see, at the same time, with all that being said, you have to, people have to be aware that, that it's not just, okay, let me put it out here because black folks don't like doing this. There's nothing wrong going to see a psychiatrist. No. I mean, mm-hmm. and yes, I have went and seen a psychiatrist get the hell I out had of too. Them, I you know, coming up. You know, <laughs> so now you hear us say that don't go somewhere. They cuckoo for cocoa puffs. No, we're no. not. We are you real, real this stuff in. Right. You always have to have somebody that you can go and talk to, and it just so happened mine's is a psychiatrist. And mm-hmm. you can't always, and this is nothing. You can't always go to your family and tell them your stuff. Or some of your friends either. Because yeah. sometimes if you tell them, you know, me and my husband, you know, we blah, 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 blah. Your family is going to hate that husband, that wife for yeah. the rest of their life. You and them will be together 50 years from then. And they'll yeah. still be walking around won't even make a move, make a move, make a move. Yeah. Because they still are mad about that situation. So some things you cannot, you know, you can't, you know. So sometimes just go to that psychiatrist, sit down, pay that little uh, 50 to $100. You know, sometimes I got to pay 150 because I... Your insurance sometimes is covering. Oh, no. Or your job. Also, yeah, or your job. Check your job out. You know, and if you're not working, you still can get help. Yeah. You know, yes. because yeah. that balled up feeling and everything, just like this guy that uh, here recently did the killing down there with those children and everything. Yeah. There was something going on. The signs were there. It's just the fact that nobody saw the signs and he wasn't willing to 
um, tell anybody about the signs, you know. Mm -hmm. And just like I said in one of our earlier broadcasts, this child had just lost his mother. Now, am I saying it's right what he did? No, and I'm going to say this again. No, it's not right what he did. But at the same time, he had issues. How do we know it wasn't something going on from his mother's past that was brought on to him? I mean, so, you know, even with me driving, and I'm the nastiest driver. So if you ever get in front of me and slow up, I'm going to yes. cuss you out. I mean, I ain't got no cut yes. calls. I'm going to cuss you out. You know, so, you know, I might hug you afterwards, but I'm going to cuss you out. So, I mean, it's a thing where, you know, my uh, my sister, you know, my sister, my daughter told me, you know, Ma, you cuss people out there going to get out one day and do this and do that. Well, then it'll be that time because Lord knows I'm not no punk and I ain't going out like one. So, I mean, <laughs> now us as we are, you yeah. know, so. It's a thing where you don't know what that person has been through yeah. that day. You don't know. Maybe they just came home and they, the wife got punched in the eye and the husband just said, you know, I feel like I just want to beat you behind today. You know, she has nobody to talk to. She, they are now creating a product of a, that's going to be the past for their children if they have children. They got that little boy, that little girl sitting there watching the wife get beat up. And mm -hmm. ladies, you know, I'm going to throw y'all up under the bus too. Some of y'all swing just as hard as some of these men. So some of the men are over in the corner talking mm -hmm. about, please don't hit me no more. Yeah. I mean, they don't, you know, some men don't want to tell their buddies that they're getting beat down by their wives or scared to go to sleep because mm. their wives might, you know, do something to them. Yeah, Joe, I'm just telling you right <laughs> now. No, I, you know. <laughs> no, I mean, but as, That's true, as though. you know, it's a thing of, it's a lot of that going on, which we're causing generation after generation after generation right. after generation. Generational curses. You know, and it's our roundabout circle That's where right. we're never going to get out of foolishness. And this is what it is. Foolishness. Yeah. Because, you know, I call the um, social media the devil. <laughs> because it is. You know, you look at a TV and you can't get past looking at TV because you got the phone up looking to see what happened on Facebook mm -hmm. or That's Twitter. So I mean, so again, we're living somebody else's life. We're not living our own life because we escape in reality. And oh, we're escaping yeah. reality because we can't deal with what's in front of us. Mm -hmm. Now, some people say, oh, no, that's not what I'm doing. But think about it. If you got your phone up an hour a day, just one hour a day, going through Facebook, Twitter, whatever may be. Think how much time you don't waste it. I mean, you may not want to go outside. Me, myself, I want to eat a piece of cake. I don't have to. I mean, it's a thing where do other things. Get out of other people's worlds. Mm -hmm. Get from your past and start living, stop living, trying to live through them, their future, you know. That's what it's about. That's what a lot of people, yeah, the, the reality, but it's just that a lot of people try to escape. That's another right. form of escapism. Right. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. You know, I'm escaping because a lot of people that escape different things uh, or yeah, different issues. They find a vice. They right. find something that gives them. It could be anything. Right. And so, you know that if you go back to the middle and learn who you are and learn right. how to love yourself. And I know this, it sounds cliche and all of that or what have you, but it's so important because it's the core to so many things. You can't love anything. You can't even love God. Right. Nope. Because right. it said love him as you love yourself. Well, you don't love yourself, right? right. How are you supposed to love him? Or anybody or else. <laughs> You can't, and then love your neighbor as yourself. You can't do any of those things without starting at one. And at one, if there's some hurtful areas or what have you, then it's like, okay, I don't know exactly. Like, for me, when I was trying to get past things and I was trying to do it in a practical thinking mindset, I was like, God, I can't 
pick these things up in my hand and throw it in the trash. Because mm-hmm. if I could, I would do that. Mm-hmm. And I'll be done with it. So I need your guidance on how to do this because I have no clue. Right. right. I don't yeah. know. Sometimes. And I remember years ago, this pastor, she told me before I was uh, leaving a church I grew up in, she had told me, she said, King, your path is your path. Right. And whatever, it doesn't matter. I said, so even if I go into like a weird, crazy place and get stranded, she said, yep. That's yours. That's your path. Mm -hmm. And nobody can't do anything. However it goes, that's how God wanted it to go. Mm -hmm. Right. And I can totally, at the time, totally understand what she was saying. I was Mm -hmm. probably a good 18 at the time. Mm -hmm. Just trying to feel around spirituality and life and just trying to understand all of that or what have you but now going forward oh understand a whole mm-hmm. lot you know mm-hmm. you can you you can purpose in your heart how you want things to go or what have you all of that but life got so many twists yes, and turns and and one of the things is your life going to go according to uh, according to how you see it, how you mm-hmm. see yourself, how you view right. yourself. If you if you looking through rose colored glasses and lying to yourself all the time, well, the outcome of your life and a lot of those things are going to project. It's going to come out. It's right. going to come out around you, you know. And I I realized that that my brothers and I we speak a lot on uh, talk about our past and things and. I was talking to one of my brothers today and he was just saying how, yeah, we are a product of our past. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, you know, um, even just like with the, the illness that I fight with, the ulcerative colitis, uh, one of the things that we found out was that uh, if you dealt with a lot of trauma or a lot of stress um, as a child growing up, that is one of the culprits behind it developing mm-hmm. besides you being born with it. Right. But if you weren't born with it or have you, it could have developed as a result. And I can understand because developing as a child, your body and yeah. things are developing. And just think about if you keep putting a little child, if you, God forbid, keep putting faith in a small little place where she's scared and fearful mm-hmm. all the time. Think about what that could possibly do to her anatomy, her belt, her gut, her stomach, and, you know, nervous stomach, all that. And then she get older, and then it's like, you know what I'm saying? God forbid. I'm just saying, Mm -hmm. you know. We know. Mm -hmm. And then it's like, so then when you develop and get these or get to this place, and you still dealing with the same people that mm-hmm. you want to oppress, and they're still oppressing you. Right. Then you have to come to a place yep. where you're saying, "Okay, I gotta love me." Right. And that's what me. That was that was my part of my case mm-hmm. or my story right there. You know. Okay. Stop putting other people on a pedestal. Mm-hmm. You know because you don't, do. love, right. you don't love yourself, and you just you just pushing. What you should be giving to yourself also to somebody else. Uh-huh. I'm going to be greater or I'm going to treat somebody better than mm-hmm. I'm going to do myself. Because I really don't like me. I don't mm-hmm. care. For, and it's like, no. Uh-uh. Yeah. And that's all a product of coming from what I've come from with the rejection and the hurt yeah. and all those different things. Um, just feeling like, like I said before in the past, previous podcast, you know, what am I here for? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, and that was a real thing for me. Mm-hmm. Really serious. And then it's like, like, you know, you get to areas in your life and it helps you understand. Um, you It helps you to understand when you face certain areas that you, or revisit certain areas yes. that in your life that um, you've had to deal with, you know, further down as you mature and you face those things again, you see how you grow. Right. You know, you learn yourself along the way. You never come to a place where you're all what you're at. Right. Right. You right. Learn every day. No, you come to it's a place where you gotta, yeah. I remember one lady in the uh, women's group that I was with or what have you, uh, mother, she was in her 70s or what have you. And she would tell me things, and I said, Mother, you, 
I, I thought as a young lady and a little girl, I thought that a certain, you know, you get a certain age, you become perfect. You know everything. Mm-hmm. Then you don't have no more struggles. <laughs> and she was like, uh, no. <laughs> I'm struggling with this. And I was like, really? And it just, it, it showed me, mm-hmm. you know, that we are a work in progress right. all the yeah. time, all the, all the days of our lives. And it's mm-hmm. okay. Just you know, just be okay, because as you get older and things, the things you were angry about when you were younger, mm-hmm. you no longer get angry. wiser. Uh-huh. Oh, you, you get wiser uh-huh. and realize, I didn't have yep. to put that much energy into that, right. you know. Just and, learn. And then you realize how detrimental it is to your own personal right. life by harboring and hurting and holding mm-hmm. on to things. Yeah, because um, you could physically get sick right? Yeah, you know, from, from the things that you're carrying on. And also, the past is this could be considered yesterday. Yesterday's right. the past. Yeah. Right. You know, it, it don't have to be something several years ago. Whatever happened to me yesterday is my past. Right. So, you know, you just got to get to a point where you don't allow your future to be determined by the choices that you choose today. Right. You you know what I mean? Um, just let it go, you know. And, and, and the thing is, is that because I used to get really upset when I would hear people say, get over it, just get over it, just let it go. And it, it takes time. time. Because, yes. Yeah, because then I'm saying, well, you say that, can you give me a suggestion on how I do it? Mm-hmm. Do you even know what you talk? Can you tell me how I do it? You know that damn saying. saying. It's a saying. That's the I saying. Know, I right. know, but I would, that's, that used to be my reaction mm-hmm. to that. Mm-hmm. I'm like, help me. Mm-hmm. Help me get out of this mindset because I I don't want to be here. Mm-hmm. It's not mm-hmm. good for me to be thinking this way or what have you and mm-hmm. not having a, a way out. So what do people do when they feel like they're locked in a prison in their mind as a result of their past? You know, uh, for me, it was helping and serving other people in ministry. Mm-hmm. And as I learned and grew and saw people going through things, it helped me to start learning myself mm-hmm. and it right. helped it was actually therapy for me it's always good to see somebody else going right. through it may not be the same situation but right. most 10 times out of 10 i know for me when i see others going through the stuff that i've gone through is kind of minor right you know mm-hmm. more the majority of the time and then i'll sit back and be like okay you sitting up here you make you put your guard down right. yeah it does mm-hmm. it really it does in another way another good resourceful way to help me break free was reading books yeah, yeah reading yeah. books and counseling going through you know different counseling sessions or what have you talking to people that you trust I'm just about to say that right. link up with good people that you, you know trust. that you can you know for sure that you can you're open not gonna up. hear back what you're telling them right right through another source you can just trust that you know and prayer yeah there's so many too. different so many different resources and things or what have you that you don't have to feel alone mm-hmm. or feel like you should be ashamed of of anything right because nobody, nobody is perfect, baby. Nothing mm-hmm. new under the sun. Okay. We all gone And everybody's going, you know, a lot of people putting up these facades and, and putting on these different masks, but your stuff is not as bad as the next person. And that's it always what I'm, comes out. Yeah, it sure do. That's how it works in life. And it's like all the things that we know that work, you know. Yep. It's like, why try to fight against mm-hmm. That what's already been working, right? You know, if 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 you reap what you sow is a real thing, it does. Why are you gonna try to defy that? You ain't. You ain't gonna, it's gonna come back out. It sure is. It's gonna come back out. <laughs> you know, no matter how much you try to try, try to hide it, one of the things I I tell people, it used to be you walk down the street and you wouldn't know that person. Now, the person in Northwest oh, knows yeah. your your boyfriend or significant other, and they might be related to D.C. is not that big. So when you think you're telling, I'm going to tell my next-door neighbor. Mm-hmm. And then that next-door neighbor tells mm-hmm. their cousin. Right. And their cousin tells their cousin. Mm-hmm. And that cousin just happened to be your husband, mm-hmm. boyfriend, girlfriend. <laughs> but cousin. even on Facebook and stuff, it's right. like a, a, you know, everybody's intertwined. You it's know, right. people 
Yeah, yeah. there's always a connection. Them. Right. And the thing of it is, you are, again, I'll say this. The degrees of the, right. Because you have to find that person to talk to that's not going to come back and say, why are you still with them? Because they ain't boo, boo, boo. Mm-hmm. Or that person that's going to say, well, I'm going to hate them forever because they did you wrong and you still with that person. So you have to find that person that's well-balanced and able to Mm -hmm. listen to what you got to say, able to be a part of of what you need done at that time. time. Yeah, without judgment. Yeah, yeah. And love. So you can move on. Right. Because you got to say and get it out. So you can move on to the next thing because it's going to always be something. It's always, yeah. Next task. Okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, and, and to be truthful, it's never a time in your life where it's not going to be some, some type of problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean. A challenge or something going on that's going to test you. Yeah. That test may not be the way you think it's going to come. That test. Ain't that the truth. That test might be a thing where you think your best friend is not really your best friend. Yeah, that's true. So, I mean, it's a lot of things. I mean, we as people are able to um, deal with certain things and deal with it in a way that it's not normal. Mm Mm-hmm. It's not to the point where you just, um, I don't know. I don't know how to say it. It's just you got to be able to know who's who in your life. You got to be able to know this is enemy or foe. You got to be able to realize uh, if they're able to help you. Now, when I say help you, I don't mean they're going to help you and you use them. Or vice versa. Help True. you to get past what you're going through. Help you grow. Yeah. Because now you cannot grow if you're stuck in one place. Right. And then you got to deal with what you stuck in that one place. Then you told Susie May. And Susie May is saying, that, yeah, girl, uh-huh, I wouldn't do that. Let's go to the club tonight. So, Susan May ain't helping you. You got to make sure them priorities is, is up to par. Like I said, link up with the right people. Yeah. Right. Because Susan May, she she could, whoever her name is, that might not be for you. Right. You know, sometimes, you know, you. And usually you know. Yeah, and you do. You know. You, you know, you know. But then, too, sometimes you don't. I mean, yeah. sometimes you don't know. But you just think. You think that person is for you. Yeah, in that case, yeah. You you think some, and a lot of us get hemmed up with that, right? Especially like with marriages and stuff. Right. You think that the person is down for you and you, you know, make these decisions with people or what have mm-hmm. you, business decisions, and then years down the road, you find out, you find some kind of ulterior motive that was in, under the. Mm-hmm. The whole time, and it's like, what? Yeah. But it's once again, it's all a part of the life experience. Yep. You know, somebody got to go through it. Somebody have to talk about it and help somebody else that's going through this stuck right now. Right. Went through there that. you go. You said it. Pull them out the rut, and you know the exact tool to use to yep. get them out. That's Whether the somebody else. Where somebody else, they might say, okay, I can help. People who are, you know, addicted to drugs or have mm-hmm. you know, this to anybody that's uh, going through some type of addiction, what have you. But it's like, I can't, I can talk to you from a certain viewpoint. Right. But somebody that knows what it's like, what you need to, to do right. to get away from that particular situation. Yeah. It's like, okay. And then you are using that those things that you were gone through from your past. Right. You know, for a better purpose. Right. You know, which is guiding you to your purpose, mm-hmm. you know, and through your future. You know, who's going to benefit from my healing is what I would ask myself. And, yeah, and we can't be selfish. You can't right. forget the place where you came from. Right. right. You know, a lot of people, too, that you we are a product of our past, but a lot of people will abandon totally 
who mm-hmm. and that's all a part of that mask thing right you yeah, about yeah. America where you know people put masks on and that's one of yeah. them where it's like oh i wasn't poor i wasn't poor growing up
of your mind. That's what I said. I right. said transformation that. in your mindset and how you thinking going from mm-hmm. being angry and thinking angrily or, you know, this is how I'm going to handle mm-hmm. this situation mm-hmm. versus in my case, my convictions are to my most high God. Yahweh. So then I'm saying I have to be mindful. Is this, how am I affecting the next person? Mm-hmm. Right. You know, am I bringing edification? Am I building somebody up? Am I bringing value to them? Am I helping them see a light in them? They probably right. don't see. Right. I have that gift to be able to do that. Let me use my mm-hmm. gift to help other people. And we all have that gift. Right. Mm-hmm. A lot of people just don't know it. That's right. Right. We well, we're all are yeah. connected. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We we all are here to help each other. And I think right. if, if everybody focus on that, mm-hmm. this world would be so much better. Right. But, Instead yeah. of the negative. Yeah. Everything is negative. You know, oh, well, today, oh, man, I ain't got this and I ain't got that. Stop saying what you ain't got. Say okay. what you got. Okay. okay. thankful. Right. I mean, and I know it's yeah, I know it's it. easy for us to sit here and say that, but if you say that enough, you believe it. Mm-hmm. You believe that you're you gonna get that cupcake, it. ain't you? You walk in it, right? I mean, you believe that one day you're gonna hit that lottery. Okay. If you keep believing, you're gonna be rich in some kind of way. Mm-hmm. You may not hit that four hundred thousand. You may hit that twenty dollars. <laughs> But that's twenty dollars more than what you had. And so, even with that, it's just like you know, coming from somebody who ain't got too much, I'm thankful, right? You know, for what right. I what I do have. You know, you're talking about somebody who paycheck. As soon as they sign the darn paycheck, matter of fact, the paycheck can't even the ink can't dry, <laughs> and the paycheck already spent. Okay, but I'm just starting to realize, you know, it's just more to life, and. I'm I'm becoming free. I'm I'm just I'm becoming lighter. I'm just you know, God is just good. Yeah, and by and by and and having that that illumination coming to those epiphanies, what it does is it opens doors to other areas mm-hmm. in our life right. that might yeah. be deficient that we might need help in. That we might meet a friend or mm-hmm. partner with which a company true. that could help right. us with your finances or help us which with our. That's what we're, like I said, that's what we're here for. Mm-hmm. Where as we gain resources, we share them. We share them within our community or whatever. Yep. Sharing Everyone, is caring. Yeah, pay it forward, what, right. whatever resources we have so that we can no longer just be a negative product of our past. But right. That we are a product of our past in a way where we can build and grow the other person and and, and help them to understand that a negative view of your past is not the only way you right right that's not the only way to look at at that situation there's another way to look at it and here i am Mm -hmm. to help you because this is what i did and it helped me Right. Yep. There you go. And I'm not any better than nobody else out here. We all need each other. We do. We all need help. We all need support. Mm -hmm. And we all need to start loving each other, not hating each other. And I use the word hate because how can you see somebody walk down the street and immediately just dislike them? Mm -hmm. Just because, and okay, now let me put it out. It used to be that when I would see somebody that was uh, gay and was flaming, ooh, that, you know, I would be like just tearing them up. But then I went to a school. Uh, it was Western at the time. Then it became Duke Ellington here in D.C. Hey, hey. hey but, uh, but, I mean, I got to learn to deal with people who were different. And that was the best lesson I ever had in life because they're no different than me. They got their trials and tribulations that they're going through. I had my trials and tribulations that I was going through. Mm-hmm. And we put all that together and we just became one. So with that being said, I think I'm going to turn this over to my niece, Miracle. Oh, yeah, because it looks like we have run out of time. Mm-hmm. Well, this has been a good, good segment. But um, we just want to thank everybody for listening. Um, please stay tuned for next segment. Um, it's going to be titled, Let My Light Shine. And again, we are on social media. Please check us out on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. 
Love us as we are. Facebook, love us. Dot A S W E R dot three nine or our Gmail account, which is love us as we are at gmail.com. And we'll see you until next time. Stay tuned. Bye-bye. Bye bye.